I just like making fun of her. That's gonna be like, why didn't you do that? Welcome to the self-evident <laughs> podcast. Golly, I hope you heard all of that. <laughs> Guys, we're so glad to see you. We love y'all. Uh, Thank you for joining us. It is 10 o'clock a.m. You got Massey. You got Mike. No, nah, show Massey again. He's got the faces for the morning. I don't know which is better, his face or the mug's face. You know what we have to do? What? You know those shirts that have, like, Darth Vader on them, and it says, like, this is me happy, this is me oh, sad. Yeah. We need to do a face like <laughs> or a shirt like that for Matt. <laughs> yeah. You know what I, what I absolutely love this morning is, like, five seconds before we start, easy ease over here pushing buttons like oh look at that look what this does and i was like you, you've been here for how long and he wasn't messing around with it five seconds before we started he's like dinking around with things right? he was for about 20 minutes just staring at the computer kind of off in la la land he's like all right here we go now he gets something up his craw to like you know do this i was like i was gonna say something but i wanted to say it for the radio because i like getting my wife mad at me i enjoy that uh, yesterday, so I was in a rush. So church was over, right? We had a newcomer's lunch, and nope. I for, I forgot about the newcomer's lunch yesterday. We had promised a friend who lives in Minnesota, hey, we'll be over there around three, because she said one originally. And we we're like, oh, we got the newcomer's lunch. I forgot three o'clock. <laughs> That's a bum rush at home, right? And dude, she's like, you know, are you coming? What, what time is it? Blah, blah, blah. She had to bring the kids home and all yeah. that stuff, so she couldn't be there with me. So I I just get in a get in her car and start driving because her car is a forerunner. Mine is an older car, you know. So which one do you trust, right? The newer one. So I was like, you got in her car, get in her car and I'm driving. I'm humming, you know, I'm doing the speed limit. <laughs> and uh, I look at the gas tank. I'm like, we got an hour and 20 minutes to drive and it's under a quarter tank. <laughs> <And> I <was laughs> like, I, I said, of all that time, you had no time <laughs> to go, <clears throat> you know, like nothing. She's like, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> Things don't crop up until they crop up. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Live in the dream, everybody. We uh, are. It is the dream. We're living the dream. I man, I've but had I a week. Still, I, I still love my wife, and I'm more in love with her today than I ever was. She is amazing. Aww, that's sweet. It's my brother's birthday today too. Hey, happy, happy birthday! Happy birthday, big dog, Fabian Compost. Two twenty-two Sycamore Drive. <laughs> Kidding. He doesn't live there. Go ahead and send your gifts and presents <laughs> to. Oh, the FBI show up. We got another birthday that we have to acknowledge. Acknowledge this man right here. Uh oh, this Easy man right here is twenty-one years old. When next year? A <laughs> couple years from now. A couple years. He's almost there. <laughs> now he is twenty-one years old today. Today? Yes, today. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Easy. Happy birthday to you. Thank you, guys.
No problem. That's the only present you no. get. <laughs> <laughs> had to warm up the old. I like that we warm up we, the old pipage. Sound like a couple of Nazis in a brew house. <laughs> <laughs> Was I the only one that heard that? I did too. <laughs> All right, so we're going to be talking about Abraham Lincoln, um, but first we thought because it's on everybody's lips, hearts, minds, tongues thoughts facebook walls happy president's day that was what we wanted to say um i completely forget it's an actual holiday that's right up there with groundhog day it passes by i don't even notice oh don't admit that dude you work for a (laughs) a constitutional podcast who highlights the founding what there's a president's day happy birthday easy (laughs) you're fired wait 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 is President's Day now? This will be my own undoing here. Is President's Day on a date or is it on a selected day in the month? I want to say it's a selected day. So it's it's on this date yeah, every year. I think so. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. It's yeah. This, this day Monday. Every year. It's it's the Monday. Yeah. Because... Okay, the Monday. That's is it that's Monday? what I was wearing. I didn't know if it was a date or a day. Um, okay, never mind. Um, you want to cover that stuff? What the the stuff going on before we get into Lincoln? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Why, why, why yeah. are we even talking like this? Well, I know, but I didn't. I thought you know. we were gonna talk. Yeah, we talked about we gonna, were gonna talk then, about it. And then why are you asking me now? Like <laughs> something we discussed beforehand. I don't know. I felt like the aura you were giving off is we're not talking about this, are we? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm good. I don't. Come on, you know. No, 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 no I'm I not ever, throwing not throwing you I... under the bus. I just I want to go the route that you want to go because I want to I want to drive with you. We're gonna go this way and we're gonna make it. When am I ever afraid to talk about something? Except for my, <laughs> except for how I give my wife gifts. We don't talk about that. Fail. <laughs> Epic. <laughs> Fail. I try. Nothing just seems but to. You almost. I actually it. said this story yesterday before wow. we get into this. I don't know why we're doing this. Yeah, whatever. Why do we even do a podcast? Why? We're just why? talking. <laughs> I was saying to her you can find said, a better show than she, ours. She's the kind of person who she'll like something, right? And go, oh, look at that example. I eat. She's not a she's not a material person. Right. Not very. I mean, she dresses gorgeous, but like when she if she's at home all the time or whatever, she's a homebody. You know, she likes being at home. She if she likes something, I'm like, oh, keep that in the noggin, you know. So like let's say we're walking past this purse or something. She's like, oh, look at that purse. That's a great purse. In my head, I'm like, ooh, I got six months till Christmas, right? I'm going to get that for Christmas. Christmas shows up. I give it to her. And she's like, oh, thank you. The luster gone, right? Because <laughs> yep. she's, she's not a material person, so she doesn't dwell on it. You know, so it goes she's in her head. Like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the way I think the way the store set it up looked cooler than the bag I put it in or like the, the, the yeah. gift wrapping. <laughs> so she's that kind of person. So it's like every time I think, oh, this is going to be good. It's gonna be good. She's like, "Oh, thanks." I think what you need. And to she do, is excited. She just doesn't. You, you know. take all her old bags if you're going to buy her a bag. Take all of her old bags and lay them out, and then lay the new one in front of them. So she plays the comparison game. Oh, this one's so much better than the other ones I've got. She'll be more excited. This one has cup holders. Wow. Yeah, cup holders. <laughs> I I figured out to just stop giving my wife gifts. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. You actually said that. <laughs> yeah, I figured out to just not have a wife. Yeah, the wow. problem solved. Bro. No, Elijah, you didn't figure that out. It's the face that determines all of that. <laughs> that's, that's like that's saying, just you straight here. I, 
I'm just, I'm happy being single. No, you just can't get a date. <laughs> Shut up, man. Ow. <laughs> I didn't go, well, I kind of did say that, actually. Happy, I just, happy I birthday, Liza. brought her across the finish line yeah, for yeah, Happy birthday, Liza. Now, let's get into this. Let's talk let's about, we're, we're, so people have asked, not too many. We're not going to say, oh, my God, we have. Everybody's so asking us. You ever watch those tele, those uh, multi-level marketers, you know, for like Plexus or whatever? So many people have been asking me how I got this really good skin. So I'm just going to say, come on my live and I'll explain it all. I didn't want to, but here's my product yeah, code. So here's many my people have been asking Here's the me. webinar. Yeah. So many people have been asking so me. So many. And I just want to say my life was empty before Plexus. <laughs> Sorry, was... Anyway, anyway, so no, we, we we've we've had a couple questions, and also too from us, um, we wanted to discuss what's happening in, all over the country now. It's not yeah. just Asbury, Asbury it's, and it's blowing uh, up. Yeah, I mean it is. There's so many different universities now. Other other countries are doing it or having it happen. This this the spark of uh, what I like about uh, the the president, and I, and I got to pull up this photo quick because I, I took a snapshot of what the president of Asbury said about this whole happening. Um, he 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 was really really cool in his response. He actually didn't call it a revival. He called it an awakening. He said, "I'd rather call it an awakening." And listen like to this. That. He said, "I think it is wise to see this at the current phase as an awakening." He wrote in a recent blog post. Only if we see lasting transformation, which shakes the comfortable foundations of the church and truly brings us all to a new deeper place, can we look back in hindsight and say, "Yes, this has been a revival." I thought it was really cool, cool because in in I know what he's saying. Like when revival happens, like Brownsville, you saw the crime rates reduce. You saw a bunch of stuff happen in that city. You saw uh, 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 a lot of changes in the city, a lot of changes in that region, that territory with the Brownsville revival. Right. Because things were like God was moving and God is moving here at Asbury. We yep. want to say that is awesome. I mean, I love this. Yeah. I, I would fly there, except I don't have like two to three days to wait outside and, and do yeah. that stuff. That's just not. You know, I, I can't do that. I'm not going to do that. I'm not called. I don't feel a pull to do that. Uh, just like many of my counterparts who go to Israel. I don't right now feel a pull to that. I'm sure maybe next year I've been praying about it. Like, should I go? I just want to, you know, I don't I don't like doing things for the sake of doing them because people tell me to do it. Right. right. I, I, I like feeling a pull to it. But we did want to comment on, dang, you know, how awesome is it that these young people and older people now, like they're catching that that spirit of God move and all that stuff. So um we're totally like boom but i love his response because the first and second great awakenings that happened there was lasting change there was yeah. people being transformed people being set free all that stuff and we're hoping for the same thing here and i love that i love that mature biblical it's like a good response of when we see change we'll call it that but now it's an awakening we're awakening the conscience of the kids and the people around us that's awesome and now other cities are catching it yeah and Boy, I hate to go positive negative on this because you you did so well on it. Um, I think the beauty of this is it's about the Lord. It, it that's totally that's is. what's so cool to me is like this is about the Lord. Let's celebrate that. And and Th that article was done by CNN, by the way. Really? Yeah. Amen. Yeah. You could see their shots in it, but right. it was like seriously These like christians look, acting kind of weird cnn's but... covering it right which means this isn't just a normal thing that's pretty that's a god thing you know to me 
Whoa, last night it's, we were sitting with somebody that had brought up the Grammy stuff, and <laughs> and they they were talking about how CNN was calling it, you know, let's get into worship or whatever. Oh, that's right. CNN or NBC. And do you remember the comment I made was like, no, what'll be really weird or interesting is when they're commenting on actual Christian stuff and saying, let's get into worship. Good call. What I find very interesting is, and I didn't read the article, I'm sure they got in their shots, but it sounds like it was overall a positive article about what was going on. Yeah, yeah. Well, give it, or take. Right. You know. And you're you're obviously prophetic. I am. You're that's it, dude. You're Thus saith the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> now send me money. With all that, all we're gonna caution everyone is to 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 just let's just take this in as a moment to see God move. Thank you. We don't need all the commentary. I don't even want to comment I, on it. I don't want to tell you. I don't want to tell you what's right or wrong about it. Right. I don't want to tell you this is how they achieved revival. I don't want to tell you this was the sermon that was preached before this happened. I think it's cool that they did that. Like they saw they showed the sermon because that's what they did with Jonathan Edwards. That's what they did with uh, uh, the Edwards or the yeah. um, the the Wesley brothers. That's what they did with uh, Witherspoon and you know all these guys. Finney's revival all these sermons, but the sermons that were preached in those revivals and those awakenings were, were repentance type messages. Yeah. The one this guy preached repentance type message, but dude, there's pulpits all over the country preaching this message. What I don't want us to do is say, man, why doesn't our church have this or whatever? I don't want us to like start going into this thing of why don't we have this now? Why don't we, is it because we're not preaching enough repentance? Is it because we have lights and fog? Is it because we have, you know, uh, uh, what do they call it? Celebrity pastor. Is it yeah. because, you know, my, my good friends, you know, comment on this stuff and, you know, just the shots they're taking. It's like, why are you, why? The, the point of revival is supposed to unite the church, right? And, and the point of revival is supposed to, and yet constant division happens anyway. We, I was like I was telling like, you before, I was talking to Melissa about this this morning, and it's my difficulty with going through Facebook and seeing all these comments is automatically people are trying to ascribe a formula to it. See, they don't have lights, laser shows and TV screens. Plenty That's why that yeah, plenty of comments. Yeah, like that, they yeah. don't have celebrity pastors. That's why they they do that. They do that. They and the hard part about that for me is. Do you see how you've now turned it onto yourself of trying to create the formula of why revival should happen? Truth. And my question to you is, why hasn't revival been produced where you're at then? If you have that formula and you've determined the formula to get the revival, and I, I'm, I'm saying this in love because what I'm pointing out is, where are our hearts? Because what you're saying is, this is the formula that we need to follow in order to get revival. Are you getting revival where you are at then? Or are you trying to take it on yourself as opposed to the power and authority and sovereignty of the Lord, who he's the one who provides the revival? The beauty about the Lord and the Holy Spirit is God moves where he wants to. He'll do what he wants. Now, that's not to say we don't put ourselves before him but let's be careful of throwing out all of these formula of like you need a plus b equals c and that's what they did over there c it proves my point yet it happened there it didn't happen in your spot 
right? Now, I'm not saying you're not following the Lord, you're not being submitted to his will, but this is what happens is, and, and this is something that clicked for me this morning is, are we hitching our wagons to the revival, whether good or ill? saying this is the formula or see revivals breaking out there and and we're we're having revival here it's like uh, you're having a enthusiastic church service are we believing that revival is god telling us we're worthy of him yeah i think what we're running in danger of and it just popped in my heart and and i don't want to take the story out of context i don't so 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 bear with me as i'm as i'm disseminating this Y'all remember the story of sons, the seven sons of Sceva? It's these, the, the Bible even talks about there are certain vagabond Jews, exorcists, took upon the, uh, them to call over, which had evil spirits in the name of the Lord Jesus, saying, we adjure you by the Jesus whom Paul preacheth, right? What Paul was doing, there was miracles happening through him. There was this, I mean, everywhere Paul went, it seemed like he just had been in the temple for three months disputing. Uh, then he divided the, the disciples and he sent them out, right? Because they wouldn't, some wouldn't receive. It says here they were disputing daily in the school of one uh, Tyrannus. So like they, they were in a school, they were in a synagogue, they were on all these places, right? Then after that, the seven sons of Sceva come and they're like, we adjure you, these exorcists, the Pharisees, they, these are actual, uh, I shouldn't say Pharisees, but they were like Jews. They were yep. the ones who knew the law. They were exorcists. They actually did this. This is what they, they were do. not Christians. They were Jews. They, they were Jews, right? And uh, it says, but, but they saw the power that Paul walked in. We adjure you by the Jesus whom Paul preaches. And there were seven sons well, of, of one Sceva, a Jew, a chief of the priests. So they were, they were of, the, of the priests. And the evil spirit answered and said, Jesus, I know, Paul, I know, but who are you? So what, what, what was happening was they were trying to hitch their wagon onto what Paul was doing. They were trying to hitch themselves mm -hmm. onto what Paul was doing. My, my fear is, um, can't we just accept it? And let that thing run. Let that thing yeah. just burn up the chaff. Let that thing just, you know what I mean? Let the spirit of God convict the people who are lukewarm. Because I can promise you, look, this happened at a college. Right. Okay. This happened at a college, y'all. Did you, did you all hear that sermon? Did you all see what they were doing prior? They sang their songs. They preached the sermon. And bam, it hit. There was nothing different that they did that day that you could see that was like, this brought on the revival. Right. God chose for his spirit to be blasted on those kids, right? Now, was everyone at that school perfect? Did they do it all right? No, I'm pretty darn sure, because there's it's it's corrupt world out there. I'm sure there's kids in there that probably weren't saved at that service. I'm sure there's kids that were probably struggling with some kind of sin. There's probably kids in there that struggle with bitterness and anger and frustration. But God still decided to say, I'm going to put my spirit there, and I'm going to watch it burn, right? And then all those kids now are worshiping. They're All those kids are experiencing something they've never experienced before. Can't we just accept it as what it is and say, okay, bam, Lord, we want that to continue there. Lord, we bless that move. God, you know what I mean? You want to bring it here? Fantastic. Do something new in our region as well. But I think like you said, there's all this like, um, what's the word? We're trying to hitch our wagon. Like yeah. you said, when you first came in, we're trying to hitch our wagon to it and like trying to, you know, and I don't know if that's right to do. I, I don't know. Like, are we supposed to comment on everything that happens? And no. I, and I, I, you know, I'm here correcting myself now because I'm commenting on this. Well, I even said so. that to Melissa this morning. I was like, I almost feel like a hypocrite because I think we should just enjoy it. But everybody's got to throw their comments on the whole thing. I think where I'm coming from is I'm seeing all of these commentaries of making a conclusion about the revival itself. 
to me, the revival is beautiful. Lord's moving. Awesome. Let's watch it. Let's support it. Let's pray for it. Lord, can't wait for you to do that in other areas. Where I think we get off, and, and I think my frustration is, was like I was saying, I think people automatically attach the concept of worthiness I mean, to I, it. I, I, I'm right? Gonna, amen. Just like if, if you are chasing spiritual experiences, I think for most people what's going on, if you're chasing after that spiritual experience or that word or whatever is, you don't just want a touch of the Lord. You want the Lord touching you because that tells you you're worthy of his touch. Oof. And I think what's going on is people are looking from the outside at this like revival saying, saying they were worthy of his touch. That's why they got revival. I want to be worthy of his touch. How do I do that? Well, here's the formula. Here's what you got to get rid of the light shows. You got to wow. get rid of the entertainment because then you'll be worthy of his touch. That's cool. It's up to him. He, he reigns on the just and the unjust alike. Agreed. Right? So what, again, this goes back to, we, we always look back to the knowledge of good and evil. We always look back to the law. We always look to the formula of how do I earn God's love? When instead, we can just keep our eyes on the Lord, peace with the Lord, love the Lord, have joy in the Lord of, he's doing this. I think there's a you flip know? side to this too, like, one of the big reasons to me that revival happens is because the, the nation has gone wicked, right? And so because mm -hmm. we weren't walking in in these things, right, then revival happens because God's going to say, fine, you don't, you don't want to do it. You don't want to open the way for me. Fine. You know, I'm going to put it there. So should the question be how did revival happen or why did revival happen? Right. Like the, the question shouldn't be what churches did it wrong or whatever. The question should be, what can I do to foster this move of God? Right. Right. To, to help create an environment for that. I know a lot of good pastors, a lot of good preachers, uh, preachers who you would never hear about that a move of God is happening. I was just in Nevada, dude. There's a move mm -hmm. of God happening in that little church. I right. should say little. It's about 100, 100 and some odd people for that little town. I was what I'm saying. Not little church, but little town. And Pastor Kevin, his wife, Tanya, you'll never meet more genuine, Holy Ghost filled, right. holy walking type people. Are they perfect? No. But dude, when they talk, there's authority and power. And it's not a weird thing. It's a they just walk humbly before God. And it, dude, it's cool to be around them. You'll never hear about them. I'm, I'm, I mean, as far as you'll never you'll never hear them on on a on a on a live stream or anything like that. Now. They may one day. Well, like, I want to make a joke to make a point. Do they have TV screens in their church or a projector? They do have two TVs, but it's for the lyrics. They must not be of God, right? Mm -hmm. Like we, we've narrowed this down to whether or not you have a setup going. But what people, what we do subconsciously and it comes out of our mouth is, that revival is real. What they're doing in Nevada isn't real because it's not exploding to the gills. Right, right. But that faithfulness, that obedience is doing something. Right, right. It's not a binary. And I think that's where, where I feel like my frustration with what I was seeing on Facebook this morning is we've created a binary. We've created all or nothing. It's either revival or you're failing. Yeah, revival you're, you're doing wrong. Yeah, revival or bust. But I think, too, like just talking with Pastor Todd at our church, he's another one. It's one of those guys who 
all he's been praying for for the last five years because he said two and a half i think it was more i think it was like four four you know years or so lord come and do with with us something you've always wanted to do with the church in this territory right that's it he's not he's not asking for anything else except god use us god change change the territory you know use us to do that and and those prayers are submitted humble prayers i think what we try to find in our churches is some kind of perfection so that god can move and yes. dude that is dangerously borderline works and, and hear me out i'm not saying we shouldn't be perfect or try to strive for perfection in christ and strive for excellence but that formula model right is what got our churches to become put in boxes in the first place yeah like if we can do it this way we're going to attract the people if we can do it this way god's going to move if we can do it this way we're going to we're going to we're going to show the world that they don't have the, the monopoly on the on the you know what i mean and a lot of these people that are saying we shouldn't use lights and stuff like that have their own facebook accounts and and prophetic <laughs> and prophetic facebook and instagram accounts and they're constantly putting their name out there right <laughs> so it's like we shouldn't have all this stuff well then quit using social media right because that's the world system <laughs> i mean i'm serious right yeah. but like we have lights and camera or we have lights and cameras and we have Live tv stream screens and right and dude worship was i told my wife yesterday man worship was lit yesterday for me i was like in i was enamored i was like taken aback by it I was distracted a few times because I had to go handle some things, but it was like, man, that, that it was thick in the room, yeah. dude. Like it, it, just the singing and the people giving back to God, you know, the, the, his, his word to him, like right. this is we're rehearsing your word back to you and all that stuff. And I'm like, I'm glad what's happening over there. I think it's awesome. But to be honest with you, that's good that it's happening there. I'm not looking for that kind of move. I'm looking for, a different kind of move for me for me right. personally i don't i don't feel the nudge and this is just personal this isn't this isn't a formula i'm i'm just not pulled to that area i'm, I'm glad i'm grateful i'm praying for them yeah. i really am that those kids see a transformation but my soul was revived 21 22 years ago my spirit was revived because it was dead not my soul my spirit and then that whole trajectory started me on this path now to where we're doing this we're traveling you know doing I'm already revived. I don't, I don't need that to revive my spirit. All I'm asking now is, Lord, you've given me wisdom. You've given me knowledge. You've given me revelation. You've given me the spirit. Let's go change the territory for your glory. Right. Bring the kingdom of heaven on earth. That's what I'm after, right? I'm glad what they're doing. I'm, I'm glad the Lord dropped on them. I just think we got to quit talking about it in a negative way. I just think we just need to let it go. It's, it's become let the, it hit. the cloak the cloak and dagger really for attacking mm -hmm. the church. That's, and I think that was what was eating me up this morning is like, we, we find every excuse possible to attack how other churches do it. Yeah. Well, and if you're that yeah. guy, person or girl that's attacking the church right now for what they're not doing, why don't you just go over there to Asbury and soak there for a while? Just go. Mm -hmm. So if the, if they're not doing it right, I've just learned First Peter 2.15, this is the will of God, that with good works, with, with doing well, you put to silence the ignorance of foolish men. They want to be ignorant and foolish? Fine. Let them. Let them. Let my works to God through faith, because we're created in his workmanship, right, to do good things. That's what the Bible says. Do good works. I'm not talking about works. Hopefully by our good works, we just put to silence. We're leading the way. I, I, don't, yeah. I don't have time to cap on the enemy or the people who aren't doing. I've only got time to do one thing and that's lead.
Right. That's it. So instead of doing that, this is just my take on it. You can dispute. You can whatever. Instead of doing that, why don't we just move forward and just let this thing roll? You know I, what I mean? And I think that's my my spot on it too. Is let's just let's celebrate what the Lord is doing and keep our eyes on Jesus. You know, awesome. like like and and let's encourage that. Look, this happened. Now there have been revivals that have broken out at this school before. It was, was like 1950, 1970, and and today. Um, that's cool. I don't want to put a formula to it because who knows? God can break out revivals anywhere He wants. Um, are there conditions that might help along the process? Sure, maybe. I. But at the end of the day. Let's just celebrate what the Lord's doing. I mean, is is it about whether or not we've got the formula and we're going to have a revival in our spot? Or is it about people getting saved, people coming to repentance, people getting down on their face in front of the Lord in droves? And that's that's the criteria for it, I think, is are we celebrating with them and praying, Lord, keep it going. We love it. Thank you so much for doing this, Lord. Lord, we're, we're crying out for our nation to change and transform, and you're doing it. And, and Lord, I'm so grateful that you have churches all over the country that even if they're not pointed the right direction right now, Lord, you can turn them. You can transform them. You can take a little spot out of the way that nothing's going on and blow it up. And that's your power. That's your sovereignty. And Father, we just pray that we're part of that mission. We pray we're part of that process. And we're thankful for the brothers and sisters who walk alongside us. We all have our differences, but at the end of the day, there's unity in the brotherhood, unity in the sisterhood, unity in the body. That's what matters. We can have our disagreements about lights or TVs yeah. or whatever. That's fine. Had them for years. But, but what matters the most? That's funny. You know? The 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 early church revivals, the early Great Awakenings and stuff didn't have all that stuff either. They didn't have the but dude, I remember there's a story. I used to know it very well, so I'm just gonna butcher a tish. A guy named Ira Sankey <clears throat> used to play the piano or the organ. Not good. It's not what churches wanted. Right. But I think it was him that accompanied Deal Moody. And Deal Moody was one of the greatest preachers in history. I mean, I'm talking about real deal preacher, you know, getting people saved. And it's like, is it that? Is it the methods or the man? You if, know what I mean? Ian Bond said that. Well, man looks for better methods. God's looking for better men. What if it's just your heart's ready? Your heart's ready. So your like, is ready. And I just want to make a point ahead, to what you, you said is, and people might have missed it. At that time, there was an argument about whether worship music should be a cappella or accompanied by an organ. That was the big fight of the day. Just like there's fights today about whether or not you should have electric guitars on stage. They were fighting about whether or not to have the organ. Right, right. right. And so having an organ with you set people off. It, it turned them off of like, no, 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 no. Lord won't come unless we're singing a cappella. Yeah. That's, that's too much entertainment in all of this. I think, too, know? like having, having a group come together to pray for 24 hours a day, that's awesome, right? But how many of us do that at home? Let's just go there for a minute. Like how many of us who are praying for a move like this are doing this at home in their mm -hmm. closets on their own before God on their knees? You know what I mean? Praying for their sons, praying for their daughters, praying for their wives and husbands, praying for their, 
like that are they, they're taking that territory in their home first and the reason i'm talking about this is because it's been it's been convicting me so much lately so i do it you know like the territory belongs to me i can't expect god to move in my region my territory if i can't have my home in subjection to the prayer right. and to, to the word of god to and i would be curious if and I'm, I'm not making a conclusion when I ask this question. I, this is very much an open-ended question. I would be curious if Asbury College has been known in the past for being a 24-7 prayer, deep prayer warrior, intercessor place. Or was it a place that, hey, we love the Lord and, and we're having service on Sundays and, you know, we, we're trying to be better disciples through the power of God. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. And I don't know. I don't know the answer to I that. I mean, look at look at Kansas you know? City IHOP. We don't call what they do a revival, but kids, they're in there. It's a 24-hour open yeah. prayer room with worship and all that stuff. Which more power to them. Yeah. I mean, it's like they've been doing that for how long? You know, so let's just let it go. Let it have fun. And I'm, I'm just going to talk about this quick in Acts 2. They all received the Holy Spirit. Then Peter said unto them, verse 38, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of your sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost for the promises unto you and to your children and to all those who are far off, even as many as the Lord shall call. And with many other words that he testify and exhort, saying, save yourselves from this untoward generation. And they gladly received the word and baptized. And the same day were added unto them. About 3,000 souls were saved that day. Right? I've never heard a sermon say that's a revival. I've never yeah. heard someone say, See, look at how he preached that. That's why they all got saved. No, he preached what many churches now still do. And there's a lot of churches that don't. There's a lot of churches that have turned wicked. There's a lot of churches that have had false prophecy. There's a lot of churches that now accept the trans drag crap. You know what I mean? There's a lot of that. But they're not churches, folks. They're synagogues of Satan. That's what the Bible says. Mm -hmm. Right? They've chosen the path that they're on, and they won't be baptized in the Spirit unless... God says, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to scrub that place Flip clean and you watch. So I think these young people, they were just ready. I don't even know if they're ready. Just poof, that's yeah. what God does. I'm so glad God does that because then we can't figure him out. Right. I love that. I can't right. figure out the God of heaven. If I could, he wouldn't be a God worth serving. Sometimes you're almost like that's a ridiculous way to say it. No, it's not. I don't want to figure him out. I want to be mysterious with him. Do you know why? Because it's just like love. It's mysterious. After 17 years of being almost, almost 17, this year will be 17, of being married to my wife, knowing her for 20 years, it's still a mysterious thing with her and I. We're still figuring each other out. We're still finding out new things about each other. It still never gets old just hanging out with each other. It never does, right? I love this thing with God. I have barely scratched a minuscule of the surface he's given me to know him. It feels like I barely even of this entire surface, right? I've barely dipped my toe in the river of grace. Barely. I don't even understand its depths. I've barely drank of the cup of love from him at all. And I love that. Because there's more to explore. There's more to explore in grace. There's more to explore in his joy, right? If I could figure him out, he's not God. His ways are not my ways. His thoughts are not my thoughts. Everything he does is for my good, right? Everything he does in revival is for our good as the body. 
then why the heck are we smashing each other? You know what we should have been doing instead of smashing each other? Hey, guys, you want this to happen in your church? Set an environment of revival. Repent. That's it. No. Dang, churches need to change, and they need to do this. Repent. Pastor, if you're stuck and you don't know the sense of the Holy Spirit, you, don't, you haven't felt a, an anointing in the last 10 years of your church, maybe it's time to just get in the prayer closet, let it all go, and say, Lord, am I the problem? Remove the stones. Mm-hmm. It's me. What it what it uh was it Whitfield in the in the first great awakening? He was preaching in the in, in New England. He said, I've often heard many a people say that there are preachers out there who preach an unknown, unfelt Christ. And the reason why many congregations are so dead is because dead men preach to them. So maybe your congregation is dead. Who's leading it? You. So if that's you, can't you just go on your knees and repent before God and say, Lord, I want to see a move in my church. God, I want to see the Holy Spirit set these people free. God, I want to see women receive their, 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 you know, receive their sons back and their daughters back, the ones who are praying. God, I want to see marriages restored. God, I want to see the kingdom of heaven on earth through our church. And all we got is 50 people, Lord, but take our 50 and multiply it, right? All I got is five loaves and two fish, Lord, multiply it. And I pray, God, at the end, we still got 12 baskets left. You know what I mean? That you would perform that same miracle. What if you're the, the hindrance? There's, I get it, dude. I've been there. You know what I mean? My addiction to pornography held me back from the blessings of God. I, I was literally walking in full-blown disobedience. And I wasn't even trying to hide it from God. Every night I would do it, I'd cry out to him. Because I was such a little petty punk, you know, saying, Lord, you can't change me because I can't stop looking at it. No, the Bible's clear. You fulfill your own lusts by doing it. You know, I was doing it. So, Lord, the problem was me the whole time, right? But thank God I didn't have someone going, you stinking punk. What are you doing? You represent Jesus. You know what happened? My wife said, no, you're going to get through this. We're going to walk through this together. She showed me how to walk through it in love. Oh, yeah, she got on me. She was like, dude, come on. You know, like, what are, what are you doing? We can't do this. Choose this day whom you're going to serve. That's scriptural, y'all. But you pastors, I'm encouraging you. You church people were saying, I just wish we had a move of God like that. Quit wishing it and start praying it in. Right? Hey, let's, let's just pray it in. Matter of fact, it starts with you. What does the Lord want? A humble and contrite heart. That's it. Was, a broken was, and a contrite spirit he won't despise, he said. I was having a conversation with somebody yesterday, uh, and and the conversation revolved around repentance, right? It, he feels very strongly that that word repentance is is major in the process of bringing about revival, right? And and growing the Lord's. And here's here's where I think this isn't formula. This is prescription. We've talked about that before. Yeah, we have. You can't get anywhere with a prideful heart. You won't be able to move forward with the Lord with a prideful heart. That's why the Lord says a humble and contrite heart, right? A, a heart that is humble before him is that ground with which he can plant the seed and nourish the plant where the, the fruit can be produced. If you don't have a humble heart, you have a prideful heart, which is full of stones and rocks and gravel. No plant can put down its roots. A humble heart is one that is good soil for the Lord to plant the seed and grow the seed to create the fruit. 
and so like Massey was saying, if, if you're leading a church, you're like, this, this church is just dead. A, humble yourself before the Lord and say, Lord, am I the issue? And if so, Lord, bring it out of me because all I want is you. Because that's what it is at the end of the day is, do you want him or do you want the fruits of what he can give? Oof. You want him or you want the results? Are you willing to go 30 years in peaceful contentment of walking with the Lord and seeing the Lord move in tiny little ways? Good call, dude. Or are you searching for that big, massive revival and it's all or nothing? Yeah, and is that it? Is the revival it? Or what is it doing to our cities? You right. know what I mean? Again, like, so is it about, yes, we had the revival. We were the ones. Our names are on the map. Or is it, dude, a bunch of people got saved. A bunch of people came back. Easy. You got something. I just kind of had, I've, I've been kind of sitting on this for like, I guess the past 20 minutes since we first started. Um, I had this, this uh, idea of like an empty pill bottle come to mind. And you know how like, on the side of the pill bottle it has like the certain conditions that people should meet in order to like get the desired effect or whatever so like ibuprofen like it's not right I'm for on camera right now yeah, doing all that <laughs> sorry guys <laughs> i didn't realize i was <laughs> sorry sorry pill bottle i'm I, just flipping it back i just did this whole thing and i'm like oh they're gonna see that. <laughs> all right well you saw me and i'm like Lori, i'll keep it on mic no oh, thanks um and just the idea of of uh, I feel like a lot of people in this day and age think of God as a pill. You take huh. God like once a day or once a week. You get that desired like church experience, that Holy Spirit filled feeling. And then you have to take another one. Mm -hmm. But I think mm. if you were to if you were to put a formula to revival i think the most the first step that would be on the pill bottle would be death to yourself death to mm. the flesh just because you can't have revival unless something is dying and then step number two would be realize that you don't need the pill bottle and see that christ is all you needed in the end and just that that what you were saying, that humble and contrite heart. Right. And I, I think retaining the sovereignty of the Lord in all of it is yeah. extremely vital because as soon as we we go, well, do this and this and this, and then you'll be ready for revival. Outside of, I think outside of repentance and your heart on the Lord, we start very quickly getting into formulas. You know, outside of when when Christ healed the vision of people. He did it a different way every single time. Yeah. And I really believe that's because he knew otherwise people go, well, I got to mix spit and mud and mix it and put it on somebody's eyes. <laughs> That'll heal them. <laughs> he was it's unique, the Lord. Man. It was you unique know? how he did that stuff. Yeah. There was so many different ways. And I was reading Mark. Not last night, but the night before. And just like how he did that, he would spit up on, you know, spit in his hands. Uh, you know, he would he would just say, oh, you spoke it. You believe it. Go. Go it's ahead. Unto you're, you. You're, Someone you're grabs his garment. Boom. Healed. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, the, a demoniac approaches him. Don't touch us. Yeah, that's cool. Get out. You know, like yeah. it's, it, it just how you're right. There was it was literally all an act of faith. He believed in what he was doing. Right. I just believe mm -hmm. I know beyond I, the authority in me says this is going to happen. 
right? And I think, too, we got to get out of the feeling side of things with God and just know that he is God, right? Like, right. And, and, and what's unique about the Lord is um, while he loves his sons and daughters, he loves you individually. He's an individualistic God as well, right? So it's like the, 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 the feelings can come and go. And I think he was saying that a little bit. Like people come on Sundays or Wednesdays or whatever, and they want that feeling. Mm-hmm. Y'all, I don't always have that feeling. No. I just know he chose me. I didn't choose me to do this, so I got to trust the fact that he knows what he's doing with me. And I got to make sure, like, I think he talked about it yesterday. Remember the word that uh, chemo, not, it wasn't a word of scripture, but chemo and Pete both kind of had was that clothing yourself. Yeah. Put that clothing on yourself. Yeah. You know, make sure that you're in the word yourself. Make sure that you're seeking God yourself. You know, why doesn't God do? Are you seeking the Lord for this? You know what I mean? It's not a genie, bro. Like, right. how many times has that been said? You know, the genie in a bottle. No, he's not. He's really not. But he does love you. And he desires, he desires your bless that you're blessed. He desires that you're repentant. He mm-hmm. desires that you're broken. He desires all that stuff, right? So that he can move through you. A broken vessel he can pour through, right? So there's no formula for this. I just think it's just, I love what's happening right over there. And I think it's freaking awesome. It's, and, it, and it's pretty dang amazing. It's to round it out. Like you said earlier, it's a beautiful mystery of the Lord. I think the mystery of the Lord is where your involvement, participation, your requirements and, and God's sovereignty begins. That's a mystery. It truly is, because if it's not, then you can build a formula. But at the very least, repentance, humility, love of the Lord, those are great ways for you to have revival in your own life, whatever happens in the nation, right? Um, See these? Yeah, that didn't happen. Yeah, none of it. Hey, you got 15 minutes. Yeah. No, we don't. None of it. We'll see if we get to it Friday. I don't. I don't want to, you know, mess with a good thing. No, I. I thought it was good to talk about. I kind of had a feeling this was how it was going to go, but I think it was important because here's here's our point conclusion, and then we'll end up. Enjoy what the Lord is doing. Rejoice in Him. Continue to humble yourself before Him. What else do I say? God bless the revivals going on. Let's see what the Lord does. Let's continue to pray for his involvement to transform this nation. And at the end of the day, man, God is good. He'll get his will and his purpose done. It, he'll do it. He'll do it. And Lord, use me. However you want to use me, I want to be used by you, Lord. And whatever has to change in my heart in order for you to be able to use me, Father, show me. Let, let me know. Cleanse my heart, right? So until Friday, guys, we love you all. We're so grateful for you. Massey always wants to show you his best face because he he puts his best face forward for you. Beauty. Astounded. I'm really trying to smile. Yeah. Uh, Michelangelo, Leonardo da Vinci, they didn't know what they were doing, man. I wonder if that's why the Mona Lisa never (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if that was her smile. All right. Till Friday. Why do you listen to us? Yeah. Like what? Till Friday. Find yourself a new podcast. Otherwise, go ahead and find <laughs> us. All right. We love you guys. Have a great Bye. day. Bye-bye.